Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, it is that time once again to hit the books, part of the Hammer Betting Network, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish, producer extraordinaire Zach Phillips. I'm merely Brad Powers. Before we recap what has been the biggest college football regular season week of the year and look forward to the upcoming week, giving you guys some best bets, let me remind everybody, first and foremost, that Hit the Books is brought to you by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash hit the books or hit the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it helps support the show. We're going to try to set a record on today's show as far as likes and live viewership. So, guys, make sure you're smashing that like button as you're watching throughout the show. First and foremost, Kanish, um, loser going up against you. Uh, Miami Hurricanes, nice win for you there. On the uh, big loss for me there. I knew I was dead once Temple threw that pick in the end zone early in that game when they're trying to come back. But uh, kudos to you. You got one over me. I fi- finally, finally got back in the, the wink after uh, my uh, your boy Gavin Wimsat uh, was making it, you know, quite a, quite a sweat there early for the Michigan. Seven-minute drive also by Michigan and the game in knees. You know, like, punch it in. Punch it in, Jimbo. Get back. Give me a cover on that one. But I'm going to – listen – you want to start? Let's start the show with about like a first take, skip Bayless, pure hot take. Tell me that Miami isn't a top five team in the country. Tell me that Miami to win the national title, 80 to one, that I might have sprinkled a little bit as a bad bet. Because I tell you what, I haven't seen five teams in this country better than Miami so far. And that's a guy that was like, you're writing the Josh Gaddis eulogy. They haven't played that soft of a schedule, and this is four games, four absolute burials. They look fantastic so far, I have to say. Talk me off, talk me off the ledge. Am I drunk? Like, maybe it's just a one, you know, I, I get a head-to-head victory, and now I, like, you know, I'm drinking the, the hurricane uh, coladas here. What do you think about Miami as a legitimate contender in the ACC and the college football playoff? Oh, my God. No. Uh... Well, I mean, I'll say this. It's as wide open as we've seen in college football in 15 years. Legitimately, I don't even think that's a hot take. And we're not over-exaggerating as far as what we've just seen. Because I'll tell you, we've seen a lot of, okay, good teams. I don't think there's any great teams. So, you know, (laughs) I wouldn't make the bet. But uh, (laughs) this tough schedule, I mean, my, well, okay, that's okay. Temple, come on, Temple, Bethune-Cookman. And an overrated Texas. A lot of pride. A lot of pride in that Cookman program. Uh, Listen, I think, talk talk about just ACC. I think they're better than. Oh, I love them in the ACC. I I didn't think you got that 28 to 1 ticket that you you might have to go halves on with Joey K after after this week. But um, I I think they're better than Florida State. I think they're better than Clemson. 
I think they're better than North Carolina. Now, granted, obviously they have the tough schedule. Maybe they drop one or two of those games. It doesn't come to roost. But I think at least in the ACC, which is probably only a one-bid league, so you don't have much margin for error, I think they're the cream of the crop. So they got to buy this week. Then they got, no, it should crush Georgia Tech. And then I think they have that two-week period where they're at North Carolina and then they get Clemson at home. So uh, we'll see. Uh, you know what? It's not your worst take. I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say <laughs> don't do it, man. Uh, it just I'm surprised that that was your takeaway from that one. They have, I mean, the A&M game, they did look good. But I, I don't know how good A&M is, to be honest with you. Uh, other thoughts? As far as the weekend goes, how about the, the big game in South Bend? What was your thoughts there? I'll give quickly. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not surprised because Notre Dame doesn't win those games. What I actually was surprised was, uh, and I'd be very worried if I was Ohio State, I thought Notre Dame controlled the line of scrimmage outside of the Travion Henderson run, and that really, really surprised me. And I don't think really bolts well for Ohio State against Penn State or Michigan later in the season. Call, tell me I'm crazy. I also thought it was ridiculous. Like the way Ryan Day was talking, like before the game, I thought, oh, God, they're going to crush Notre Dame. The way he was fired up, I'm like, oh, we're going to get angry Ryan Day. We're going to get aggressive Ryan Day. And then I didn't like what I saw. I know he was fired up at the end of the game and an 86 year old man, but I mean, come on, you're fired up over an 86 year old man. Get fired up at Harbaugh. Punch him in the mouth for a change. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, they won. Kyle McCord made some throws, but I mean Notre Dame had to make had like five opportunities to make one play. Yeah, the end of the game, and they didn't do it because they're Notre Dame. But I, I wasn't overly impressed with the Buckeyes. Were you? No, you know I, I will say. I mean, the, obviously their defense, you know, came, came to play for the most part. Um, but even though they did allow estimate to have uh, you know good on the ground, it, it is an improved Ohio State defense for sure. I think the biggest yeah. takeaway is Kyle McCord's just a guy. You know, this is the first time in, in like, since I've been, uh, like, a, an adult that I can't remember, you know, an Ohio State quarterback that, that I don't think is an NFL guy. That, that isn't special. I mean, you've been talking, like, they, they've been – they've had so many guys that where it's, like, a couple guys – you know, two guys go down and Cardell Jones with them the national title. Like, they've had such special players at that position for so long. He just seems like a mid-level power five QB, like nothing pops his arm, his mobility, the way he reads, like, you know, he, he has the, like the best weapons in all of college football. And he just seems very at now granted the big 10 outside of a few teams is terrible. They might get their way to 11 and one uh, after getting that win. Um, So as you said, it's so wide open this year that, um, you know, you never know. I, I, you're They're going to beat Penn state at home. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. We have made our our original summer like Penn State offense takes seem to be coming back here. Where it's like, uh, I know they listen. Their defense is unbelievable, but they can't really, you know, like Drew Aller. Iowa was good defense. Can yeah, come on. But they seem that like Penn State and Ohio State kind of seem like you know mirror images of each other this year. Um, so I don't know. I will. I saw you in the chat that 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 fourth and inches like end around. Oh my God. You didn't deserve to win the game after that. You really didn't like that. That, that should have been it. But um, yeah, I I mean, they got it done and now they don't, you know, they just don't have very many losable games outside of that. So we'll see what happens, but um, it was a for a game that was lower scoring. It was at least the fourth quarter was, was quite a intriguing watch. Yeah. I mean, both teams moved the ball. So, I mean, it was exciting that it wasn't a bunch of three and outs. I mean, they just weren't, you know, they were getting in scoring position and getting stopped. So yeah, good game. Uh, 
<laughs> Is it Notre Dame fan? It wasn't. Uh, I don't know how I do it. Uh, I don't know how anybody does it. Uh, let's give. Let's get it going. Was there any other game uh, that really caught your eye? I mean, Clemson, Florida State. I'll be honest with you, wasn't overly impressed with either team. Clemson no. had their opportunities to win that one, didn't do it. Uh, Florida State banged up. Kudos for them for getting a win, but I don't think they were the better team. I thought they were fortunate, to be honest with you. It was more mismanagement by Clemson than, than great Florida State. They got the defensive touchdown. The only time they're covering in the entire game was the, the Keon Coleman touchdown in, in overtime. I don't know, man. I'm just across. I mean, Georgia and Michigan are one and two, but they haven't covered a game yet. I mean, they, they've had a couple pushes, and it's – I. I've never seen this in 15 years. I, I mean, I right now my power ranks. I have like 13 teams within a touchdown of one another at the top of college football. I mean, we've seen playoff games with double digit spreads yeah. frequently. Yep. So I mean, that's four teams, not 13. I would be. I mean, I I don't think we can do this segment without a BP uh, Coach Prime victory lap here. Where uh, <laughs> at one point in the, I think I, oh, I saw that one point in the second half, total yards were like. 439 to 39 uh that was about as uh i mean you want to talk about a comeback to earth game um woo boy uh that was uh that was about as <laughs> dan landing some of the speeches that was about as um i i honestly like i, I we, you know we had some oregon positions we were talking about it you were still even you know giving it out i did it on friday night yeah yeah um I wasn't as bullish, but man, that was like from the very, like the very start, just, uh, I mean, it could have been 70, nothing if they wanted it to be. So, uh, yeah, a little, come, uh, <laughs> a little come back to earth moment there for, yeah. uh, for Colorado and coach prime. The only other, um, take I had from the weekend was, uh, you know, it was another, I, I gave, I started with the Miami, one of my uh, the guys I was I was talking with said uh, he think he thinks Washington is right up there as, yeah, as the best yeah, team in the country. Um, that's another one where like um, I mean they uh, it, again tough schedule. Who knows if Pac-12 you know can get two teams in, but that you know it's like they probably don't have much margin for error to get in the playoff. But in terms of like teams, they look like the best team in the Pac-12 and maybe the best team in the, the con I mean, their offense looks a lot more electric than what's going on in, in Ann Arbor and Athens. So um, yeah, they, they look scary good right now. Um, and this is the type of year, as you said, where without an elite Georgia and elite Bama, who knows? You never know. They could, they could actually have a shot. I would say, I'm glad you brought that up. The most elite unit right now in college football is Washington's offense. That, that looks Agreed. like, that's national. You pointed out that's national championship caliber. I don't know about the defense yet, but they are really good. I see Penix has overtaken Caleb Williams and some of the future odds as far as the Heisman. I agree with that for right now. I mean, I, I got Washington Power as the best team in the Pac-12. You know, like number one in, in the country in yards per play margin. Uh, they didn't even play that great against Cal, and they had 45 points up at, at halftime right, against my right. beloved Cal team. Uh yeah, well, we'll see this week. I did bet Washington early uh, on the openers there, and we can talk more that them. I think they got Oregon next week or two weeks from now. That, that'll be a huge game. So uh, we'll be talking Washington uh, throughout uh, the rest of the season. Let's just get to some games for this week. We might as well not beat around the bush here. Onion Man in the chat. Some are saying Georgia Southern is an absolute wagon. I bet Georgia Southern this week. I mean, what they did – one of the more impressive performances of last weekend is what they did to Ball State. I mean, they're about a five-and-a-half, six-point road favorite, and they just absolutely annihilated Ball State. In fact, statistical-wise, more impressive against Ball State than Georgia. Georgia, not Georgia, Georgia State. Right, Georgia, right. 
Georgia, and Kentucky. So uh, I like them this week. I don't like Coastal. I watched Coastal, got a chance to watch Coastal significantly on uh, what was that Thursday night against uh, Georgia State and uh, didn't see it from a coaching aspect, didn't see it from a physicality aspect. I like this Georgia Southern team. What say you, man? Yep. Uh, joined you on that one. Saw you, uh, Senator, out last night. Liked it as well. I tempt the Tim Beck era at Coastal. Like, it, I think all of the issues kind of the game management, the way they're playing kind of came to roost against Georgia State. Um, and now you're going up against a team with, with probably an even more high-powered offense. Uh, and, and, I mean, Georgia Southern's a team that, if they didn't throw, you know, 15 interceptions, they're in a game with Wisconsin the week before and probably yeah. outplayed them outside of turnovers. So, I'm with you. These are two teams, you know, polar opposite directions as far as where they're heading this season. Um, and I agree. I think they can run it up. Uh, and the other thing, as you said, like the defensive side of the ball against Ball State, which again, nah, I'm not going to say, you know, Ball State is a dynamic offense, but, and even against Wisconsin for, for some of the game, like yeah. the defense is competing. It's not elite, but when you mix it with this high powered offense, um, especially now in the, in the Sun Belt, where let's be frank here, the top of the Sun Belt, no longer seems like it's this. I mean, South Alabama was a possession away from losing to Central Michigan. Troy does not look. They like lost to Central Michigan. They, oh, did it? I, I didn't even. I thought they, they lost to Central Michigan. I thought they did. <laughs> and the, Troy doesn't seem like a uh, you know a team no. that has looked like elite anymore. So it's wide open, baby. Uh, and yeah, and then Coastal uh, is is t- definitely taking a step back. So I like that. I like that under a TD. I think that'll keep going. All right, I, I'll sign up for that. Uh, six and a half. Best bet. Best bet yep. for me. Uh, I, I'm fine with that. I, yep. I like this I'm team quite a bit. Yeah, you mentioned the defense corner. What he did, I thought, man, Clay Helen got a bad rap at USC. Maybe some of it deservedly so, but I mean, he wasn't the only coach that couldn't win it uh, at SC uh, throughout the you know that 10 years there. So yeah. uh, what he did was he in the offseason. The, like the top three coach in college football, giving him like whatever, like a, a house, you know, 100 million in a house in SoCal to get him over there to turn yeah. USC around. So yeah, that was. Wasn't the easiest rebuild for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and what he did was he liked the way Buffalo in the bowl game defended his offense. He thought it was the best, you know, defense that he faced all year. So he hired the Buffalo defense coordinator this offseason. So I got to look at that. wonder if the Buffalo DC had already prepped for ball state last year. And then they gave him some, that's something I didn't even look at handicapping wise. I missed the boat uh, to say the least last week. Hopefully you don't miss it this week. Georgia Southern. There's your first best bet guys. Make sure you're smashing that like button we want to set the record here on the show we got more best bets coming your way here maybe even talk a little monday night football since there's a doubleheader Uh, i like it i like a side okay yeah all right let's keep it going here dylan the chat i need a joey kiss speaking of monday night football uh thursday night live or thursday night football live stream fourth quarter guest I will be on that. I think I'm going on first quarter right now uh, for for Pack, Packers game of the century, Packers-Lions. Uh, I think I'm going to start it off, though. The fourth quarter, I got to be honest with you, I'm usually sweating it pretty hard. And then, you know what? If things go bad, I don't want to hear the chirping from Pazol. You know what I'm saying? I'll jump back. On. If we're winning, then I'm, I'll front run and jump back on. But uh, for now, scheduled first quarter first quarter for uh for Packers Lions Thursday. So uh yeah, excited for that. That's going to be a uh it's going to be quite the uh the Monday night or the Thursday night showdown for uh for a Thursday night 2 and 1. Uh I like the Lions. Me too. I don't think the Packers are any damn good. I think the matchup's okay too. Injuries got to watch the injury report. The we left this is getting in the weeds for an NFL game, but Lions were down to like their four string left tackle uh 
after Sunday. So be on the lookout oh. for the injury report, but I like the Lions uh, shocker uh, as to start to as well. Steve in the chat, Brad, I have to know how much we downgraded Colorado. Yeah, I downgraded him about three points. Uh, Brad downgraded Colorado uh, about about you know three months ago, and he hasn't adjusted <laughs> even after it. So uh, I yeah. downgraded the downgrade started the Colorado State game. Uh, and if you're really watching, there were signs even the, in the two wins that this was a phony fucking team. But uh, <laughs> oh, sorry about I the f bomb there. Your salt, your salt for Colorado is just well. Like, I mean, I just it's it's nothing. Honestly, it's nothing against Dion or Colorado. It's just the way they're hyped from the media and stuff. Keyshawn Johnson, they saying that, you know, the coaches got, you know, uh, other coaching staffs gave the game plan, uh, you know, to Oregon for how to defend Colorado. Or how about this? Oregon's just way better than uh, Colorado, you idiot. I mean, come on. What do you think? Well, let's talk. So USC, who totally sleptwalk through the Arizona State game for the most part, um, I don't know. What do, what do you think about this week, this current number? Uh, obviously, that was one that we were telling people to bet many moons ago uh, at some of the look-aheads that were out there. But at current, um, I, I kind of feel like USC turns up here and and, and kind of buries. No, the, the defense is not what Oregon's is, but I think uh, I think Colorado's in for another, uh, another rough one this week. Yeah, let's wait. Uh, I mean, it got up to, what, 24, 24 and a half yesterday? It's coming down. Uh, there's still love for Dion. I mean, I, I don't get it. But uh, let, let's see if we can get a 21 out there, okay. and then, then we jump in. I didn't like that performance from SC. They were off a bye, man. I guess yeah, I know. State. That was versus, um, yeah, versus like a, the like, you know the hospital ward of whoever was left for Arizona State, and the game's like a one-score game in the third quarter. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is kind of a state. That is a very uh, seems like it's been a USC staple in some of those spots uh, where uh, they 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 don't mind letting down over there. Um, but I just just gut feeling. I don't. I think they'll be locked in for this baby. Yeah, and, and obviously, look, there's motivation for margin against Dion. They're recruiting against him now. All of a sudden, so yeah, I I, I think SC's the right spot. We'll come back to that game on the Friday show at 5 p.m. So make sure you guys are watching that one as well. Let's tackle uh, two uh, questions in the chat with one game. Uh, Owen, uh, love he loves Kentucky this week. Tyler's opposite. He's got Florida plus three and feeling good. I haven't bet the game yet. Have you? Uh, I see there was a little bit of battle in the marketplace, uh, but I, I haven't gotten involved yet. I, I mean, Kentucky, who the hell have they played? And they weren't impressive last week. I know we best bet against them. And how they had two non-offensive touchdowns to beat us. That sucked. Yep. Yep, that was uh, unfortunate. I don't. I was gonna say I don't think they were uh, significant. I bet Florida. I sniped it early. Like there was a three and a half out there. I grabbed. There's still a number of uh, flat threes out there. I'm I'm on that side of it. I think you know that was the number I was looking for. Uh, plus three or better on Florida. I, I listen. Best I know bet who, plus three. There's plenty I, of them you, out you, there. If you're with it. I'm 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 with it with a with a flat yeah, three. I only made it so, two. So let's do I, it. Key number. I, I just think, uh, you know, Florida number of guys missing last week. Let you know, let's they they basically like slogged their way through a, the Charlotte game. Um, I think Mertz will be a bit, a little bit, you know, healthier. And I agree. I, I'm I, there. There is nothing I've seen from this Kentucky uh, offense. I don't think their defense is as good as it, it's been in past years either. So um, yeah, I this is a game where you know, hey, this is a classic game. If I get Kentucky plus three, I'd play that. If I get Florida plus three, I'd play that. We got the three on Florida. Uh, you know, totals down there on this one, the, you know, the mid-40s. Um, I, I, I took the plus three. Another best bet. I'm fine with that. 
Uh, I think Florida's defense is legit. I love their off, their defense coordinator, and they'll wake Agreed. up this one. And, again, Kentucky hasn't played anybody yet, and phony win last week, so it makes sense. Uh, Jake in the chat, UCF minus 13, Baylor fan here, and we are absolute cheeks. Don't see a way we cover. I think it's down from 13, isn't it? Or did it go back up? I, I know a group released UCF earlier today, went yeah, up, but I think – I mean, Baylor looks bad. I, I don't, I, I agree. Like maybe that you're getting a, a bit of an inflated price here on them, but they have been, I mean, I know they got a little unfortunate versus Texas where they were in the red zone a number of times, couldn't turn it into points. Wasn't a 38, six type of game, um, but still not a game they were relatively competitive in. Uh, I even go back to like the week before against Long Island, who's like a very poor FCS program. And that, that game is like within eight points in the second half where, you know, like and, and Long Island's actually moving the ball on them. Um, I don't know if this, like, listen, I'm not going to say, you know, give you a thought. I don't know if the David Randa era is, I don't know what it's looking like. I know they got the quarterback hurt and all that, but um, I didn't take part in it though. That's a lot, a lot of words to say, even though I think Baylor <laughs> could be in, could be in some trouble for the the staff and the tenure. I don't have a bet on this game. Do you? No, I don't. I haven't bet it yet. Um, there were some cheap numbers that I'll tell you that the opening numbers were, I felt like they got botted because I, I couldn't get to anything. Um, I mean, I still made 40 bets, but I mean, I still was taking the, the second of the number instead of first crack. So, no, I, I did not get uh, any early bets on UCF. I think it's the right side. I haven't got to the window yet. Uh, Tyler Warren in the chat. We on Jacksonville State, minus six and a half. Well, I was last week. Uh, Raz liked uh, Eastern Michigan. I like that. That was a good big win for me. I needed it after the, the horseshoe crushed my ass on uh, Air Force San Jose State game. But uh, uh, yeah, that, was, that was our favorite play uh, of the week last week. Um, I think we even won my more, to be honest with you. I think we had said that um, we we expected Jacksonville State to win that by multiple scores, uh, and they did. And to be honest with you, I don't even think they even played that well. Like defensively, they played well. Offensively, they they left some meat on the bone, um, and that was kind of a, a dominant from from start to finish. So yeah, I uh, I think that was that was just a you know right spot to to back Jacksonville State there against an Eastern Michigan team that's um, that's really lacking. bad. Yeah, 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 lacking a lot this season. So this week, Sam Houston State, it's a short week on the road. Sam Houston's got a legitimate defense. I mean, I think Jacksonville State's the right side. I just – I haven't gotten in the window yet, and I'm Mr. Jacksonville State uh, after last week. But Yeah, I know I didn't get there either. Um, Sam Houston's offense, thank God I didn't know that Gunnell was starting last week or I probably would have got sucked into more Sam Houston last week. You can see why he wasn't playing because he wasn't any better than uh, Shoemaker who they had out there. They can't, this is like this is worse than like the worst Iowa offense I can remember. They can't run, they can't pass. Nobody's open ever. Ever the system is stale. It's like an old school. It's terrible. Now, granted, I don't I think they match up pretty well defensively against uh, what Jacksonville State wants to do on the ground. Um, Zion Webb, not a huge you know their passing game's pretty. Uh, mediocre. Uh, so I, I didn't want to lay close to a touchdown here with them, but I'm, I'm back on my, uh, I, Sam Houston is like off my, off my radar for betting until uh, probably next season. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to set the record for some futility on this, offense. I'm not it's, sure. like, they, yeah. 
it's getting there. I mean, like this could be the worst offense in the history of college football, <laughs> yeah. which is saying something considering the era that we're in. Uh, wait in the chat. Marcus Freeman might want to hop in math lecture, brush up on his counting skills. Yeah, that. I mean, I can understand it happening for one play with all the commotion and stuff, but back-to-back plays. Honestly, if they have an 11th guy on that other side, I don't know if Ohio State scores. He barely got in as it was. He already got in by like a you know a quarter of a yard there. So yeah, yeah. That, that, I, you know, if, it, it's so hard with the communication, but the 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 right thing to do there is have one of your guys just jump offside, right, to stop it and get the, yeah. the and then get the 11th guy. I see what he was saying where he didn't want to run somebody out there and give him two cracks at it, but. You kind of want to create some. This is is easy to say from you know my couch that uh, you know you want to like just create some jump into the backfield and stop it so you can get the eleventh guy out there. But easier said than done. I don't. I mean, he's still young, man. He's younger than me. I just it's only still what his fifteenth game as a head coach. I I don't know her name. Played very physical game. I I'm not down on Marcus Freeman after that game. I'll put it that way. Just unfortunate. I blame more of the coordinators and stuff. People up in the box not communicating that down on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. That's who I complain there about that one. Tom in the chat, Georgia Tech 500 to one to win the ACC on FanDuel play. Uh, I, I mean, I, I like what I'm seeing from them. I just I actually uh, no joke bet that that exact number at Circa before the season uh, for like a pizza bet. Um, and then they, you know, when they were beating Louisville for that, I was like, oh, we're live here, baby. And then they, of course, they blow that game. So. I'm not going to talk you off it, but um, there's a few teams. We, we talked about early in the show. There's a few teams in the ACC that are just better than like Miami, North Carolina, where you, you were on the right side of that. Of like Those teams are better than I thought they'd be. Uh, so when you mix in Florida State and Duke, like it's probably just not happening. Yeah, I'm not going to talk you off throwing, you know, whatever, 20, 50, 100 bucks on five under one. But uh, I think there's just a few too many teams in the ACC that – that they're significantly worse than let's cash the win total. I bet that I bet over on Georgia tech. Let's let's get we'll take that. Interesting. A lot of money. That one's back and forth right before we came on this week against my alma mater BG. I saw some early money on, on Georgia tech and there's starting to get resistance. I don't know why on BG, but we'll see. I think it's a blowout this week. Uh, Ruark in uh chat, Wyoming minus 13 this morning. You know, I bet it. I, th- I was wanting to play against Wyoming. Very phony final. I don't know if anybody watched it. I did because I liked App State. Uh, App oh. State's up 12. And we're middle of the fourth quarter. Uh, Total yards then, were like 530. <laughs> yeah. they, they lose. Yeah, and with less than two minutes left, I mean, App State's lining up for a field goal. It's going to clinch the game. And Wyoming blocks and returns it for a touchdown. And then App State goes down the field to tie it for overtime. They throw an interception. <laughs> I mean, it's just was, whoo. Yeah, Wyoming stats are terrible, but my goodness, they opened that 10. It was, we'll talk about a few of them. I, I, I was going in that thinking I was going to bet New Mexico, and then it opened 10 way too low. So that's my bet. Uh, now I wouldn't bet it. Agreed. Did you bet it at all? No, didn't get involved right. early, and I agree. Now that it's, you know, up around two touchdowns or higher, it's it's nothing for me. Yeah. Let's see how I goes. Uh, Ethad in the chat. Air Force minus 10 seems low to me at home against San Diego State. I will say San Diego State's uh, impressed me last couple weeks, a couple covers against Boise. Better, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they scored last to get the cover against Boise in that one. I'm not, you know, I bet Air Force. I learned my lesson uh, on Air Force. Uh, I got the message loud and clear uh, last Friday. I mean, that was an embarrassing bet on San Jose State, although I had a smirk on my face the first 25 minutes when they were up 10. 
Uh, I was like, hmm, OBP. And then uh, 35 nothing <laughs> run out. Uh, I was humble to say the least. Uh, did you bet at all this one? I mean, I could only look towards Air Force, but my goodness, San Diego State has a history of defending Air Force well. Yeah. I know Rocky Long's no longer there, but uh, that would be my concern. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get involved. You know, I, I. This is one of those. I agree. I thought you know San Diego State would be a complete flop for most of the year. It has been a bit better. You give them give them credit. The offenses look a little bit better. Um, it's not you know as there's been some of those San Diego State defenses in the past that I thought could really give Air Force trouble. I don't know if this is the if this is the type. So it would be only Air Force for me, um, but not something I've got involved in yet either. What about uh, Kansas plus 17 at Texas? I've thought about betting this, but I haven't got there yet. What say you? Yeah, I bet. I, there's some 17 and a half. I bet it. There's some 18 on the soft open. I bet it. I just can't get to the – we've talked about it. I love this Kansas staff. Um, I Listen, their defense is probably going to give up a lot here. I just can't get to the the margin here. Um, we maybe it out, 17 and a half. We see I got Bet Rivers. I got yeah, Caesars. I'm in. I I'm in. I got bet. That's Camby. I just can't. I know this is one that, you know, like from a rating standpoint, maybe doesn't have a ton of merit. I just, I love backing this staff uh, when, especially getting this type of, uh, you know, when you're getting this type of number, Kansas defense a little bit, but I, I haven't been Texas's offense, which I thought would be, you know, when Sark was in his bag versus Bama, I was like, woo, this team, last few weeks, it's been, uh, you know, I know they ran the ball versus Baylor some, but um, obviously a disappointing effort versus Wyoming. It's been very inconsistent. Um, and I don't, this Kansas offense is not inconsistent. It's consistently dynamic. I know what we're going to get from them. I know they have two quarterbacks that can get it out there. Love the play calling and all that. Um, yeah, and this has been one. I mean, I know the narrative is going to be like Kansas has, you know, won this game even when they were, you know, crap uh, for some of those years. But I can't get to 17 or higher here. So, yeah, I like it. There you go. 17 and a half. Another best bet. There's three, guys. Three. Rolling here. Might have one or two more coming your way. Make sure you're hitting that like and subscribe button uh, there, guys. Uh, trying to set a record today. Andrew in the chat. Uh, Georgia State minus one. Don't believe in Troy, but the line moved hard from a minus three. I missed that today. I didn't, did you see who put that order out? I thought that was a pretty good bet on Troy plus three, but I, I wouldn't bet it now. No, I agree with you. Um, that I, I did not see. Actually, let me uh, hold on, let's take a look here to see who actually, if I know who got I didn't see the, that order go out either, but um, I noticed, you know, once it got up to, to three, figured there would be some. Uh, you know, some buyback there. Um, but now if any, yeah, that was, it was uh, Mr. Right angle uh, ad there that, that hit the Troy. Really, really good bet. Yeah. So I agree that, that now, yeah, it was. So um, yeah, that's one of those now that's kind of in the, you know, if anything, I'd probably, if, if Georgia state got to a pick or a small dog, I kind of lean that way. Um, but I don't have much of an opinion on it where it's at now. I was super impressed with Georgia state again at yeah, Coastal on a short week. That's a tough place to win. I think uh, Coastal was like 20 and one or 20 and two at home, and they just controlled matters. I thought they had the right frame of mind from start to finish in that game. They got a legit running back. Troy, turnovers have been the issue. Their box scores look better than their final scores, including against Western Kentucky last week. So plus three was the play. Good play by right angle there. Uh, trip in the chat. You can get uh, Penn State plus seven and a half right now at FanDuel at Ohio State. I would make that bet. What say you? I think I got it six right now. 
Me too. Uh, I've actually played this look ahead a few times uh, in the summer and in the season um, at a bit higher than that. But I agree. I think over a touchdown uh, is good there. Someone else looked at I, I played some Washington in the look ahead. Mark, I think it moved off three, though. I like I liked them minus three and money line was when they were versus Oregon. Um, but that's the I agree with that. one. I, those were the only two that I think when they had the look ahead games, if they had a couple of them up that that I had an interest in. I got to be honest. I thought I was looking a bunch of places had win totals up last week. There was only a few. Washington was one I bet over nine and a half. LSU had a eight and a half. That almost went to shit right away against <laughs> Arkansas. Uh, but the, 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 I thought they were pretty good. Like one book, I'm trying to think. I think it was Caesars had like 40 teams up. But man, mm-hmm. they, they were pretty. They were pretty tight. To be honest with you, I wasn't running in the window to saying you know there's great better than that Washington one. Uh, Luke in the chat, okay, instead of some college football props, can you do it with some Monday Night Football props? You got Man, I, I tell you what, this is, and I don't want to get into a big dialogue here, NFL props these days on game day, like once they've been shaped, are are like the hardest props out there to beat. Uh, and I know our friend Hitman does it. Let me see if he – he was on he a – He sent a couple today. Yeah, a Burrow uh, under 23.5 completions and yeah. at well under four and a half receptions uh, were the two that he sent out today. So I'll, hi- I'll hijack the Hitman plays, give him out here since he already sent them. Um, but man, oh man, I tell you what, NFL props on, on game days now are – I'm not going to say they're as efficient as like NFL sides and totals. They're really hard. It, this Five years ago, it used to be a printer. It is no longer um, the the easy uh, the prop game that that it used to be. So um, yeah, it's 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 a lot tighter. What do you attribute it to? Because I've never really that's one market I really haven't bet. I'm too busy betting college football on Sunday. I think it's a few factors of like legals post these early now. The openers get shaped. Uh, you know they they used to be like they would go to PPHs. They'd still be bad in everything. Now I think a lot of people bet these at open. Also a lot of, I'm not going to name name, a lot of the old um, DFS people have gone over to now giving out player prep because DFS obviously declining. Now yeah. those people, you know, to, if they want to sell packages and stay relevant, they give out NFL player props. Um, yeah. So uh, a lot, you know, anything that's way off or a mistake gets snatched up like that. And now you're, you know, you're betting into, a pretty and, and like the liquidity is there. I mean, you can bet these places at a ton of so. Uh, there's a lot of people doing props now, too. So just a lot harder than it used to be. Like, like anything, uh, that you know starts off easy, it does uh, usually gets yeah. it's more efficient over time. Tell you what was easy, and I know people there's money in the crumbs FCS unders 14 and two. If you hit the weather unders, oh, baby, the, yeah, okay, uh, 250 bucks is 250 bucks when you're 14 and two. <laughs> it adds up. <laughs> I don't care. So they were moving like 15 points too. Uh, let's keep it going here. Cree in the chat. Duke ND number. Uh, wait, if I like Duke. Well, here's the thing. I mean, and you, it's always about numbers, not teams. I went into Sunday morning thinking I want to bet max bet Duke. I mean, I can't think of a, a more of a, you know, de- debilitating loss for Notre Dame and, and playing Duke and maybe Duke's biggest game ever uh, as far as football goes. And Circa opened too, and I had to bet Notre Dame. <laughs> so I was like, son of a bitch. I, I was thinking it was going to come at least six. So I'm not betting Duke unless it gets clearly to six. And maybe I might even need seven now. I'll, quick handicap for me. I, I see that I was just six at DraftKings. 
one hand, obviously flat spot, maybe for Notre Dame, although they could regroup. I, I'm hearing the right things so far. It's early in the week. I'll, we'll see how practices go. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, Mike Elko is really good. He's done an unbelievable job. I would have given him coach of the year last year. Go look at their schedule over the last two years. They really have not played anybody in his entire tenure. They played Clemson. And we all know in that game, Clemson messed up, what, three, four trips in the red zone. I'm not saying that, you know, uh, Duke wasn't the right side as far as covering, but I, I thought it was a game that should have went down to the wire that ended up winning by three touchdowns. So uh, I don't know. What, what say you? I, I know you're probably, what, on the Duke bandwagon this week? I'm a, listen, you know I'm a Dukey, uh, you know, most of the season here for life. But at the same time, kind of be one that I'm looking for a TD. Uh, I agree yeah. with you. That, that opener was was way low. Uh, you know, it's gotten bet up through, you know, the three, the four, and all that. To get Duke here, um, we'll see if it gets – I'm not really – you know, this is one where you know, usually have a pretty good feel of where the market's going to go on some people. I'm not sure on this one, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't um, know either. I think it kind of trades probably in the the old uh, hashtag Vegas zone there in the five and six. So, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, if I if I get a TD, I'll play some Duke. Uh, if not, it's probably, uh, you know, just kind of trades uh, around where it's at now. Tell me what you think of this. I, I think it could be a high-variance game. I can see Notre Dame blowing them out if they're in uh, the front, right frame of mind. I can see Notre Dame getting beat. By 10. Like, I, I think if you like Duke, I think you got to take them on the money line or some alternative point spreads. It's a big game, so maybe the, there's a little bit of a small market out there for that. Uh, how about a big Friday night game? John in the chat, thoughts on Oregon State, Utah at three. I'm part of the Oregon State money, but just because I made it three. I, I do think they're the right side, but I got to be honest with you. I was a little disappointed, and then some with the performance mm-hmm. against Washington State. Same. I was actually uh, disappointed with the San Diego State performance, too. Yeah, you know, one of the uh, – I mean, I was talking to one of my guys, and he was, like, uh, kind of saying that they thinks the book is out on the Oregon State offense where, you know, people are loading the box up. Uh, you saw Wazoo being super aggressive and just force, forcing DJU to be a, you know, a a dynamic passer, an efficient passer, uh, where, you know, we're going to try and, you know, load the box as much as we can and see if he can beat us. And especially, you know, in a, against a team with a, a dynamic offense like Wazoo, which is not Utah. So I, I agree with you this week. Uh, I think this is a better matchup for for what Oregon State wants to do. But, you know, when they're going to go up against, uh, you know, the some of the prolific offenses here in the Pac-12, I don't I don't think they can go toe to toe where, you, you know, you can kind of. You can kind of figure, you know, we can limit Oregon State's offense now. Um, and their defense is good. It's not It's not elite, though. It doesn't have, you know, like that absolute elite talent across the board. But I think this week um, is is a good spot to, to back them there. I wouldn't go. If you've got access to one of those two and a half, I think I'm okay there. Um, another game that I'd probably be, you know, some of these, like I talked with Ohio State last week, when I think it's going to be around three, I'll wait and see if I can get uh, – I got a lot of at exchange access and stuff. I'll try and buy on a cheap money line or, or cross with somebody. Um, but I agree. I think Oregon State's the the side here. I like this matchup for them a lot better than than some of the other teams they'll have to come – that are coming up for them. Good stuff. RW fan in the chat. Uh, thoughts on Houston against Texas Tech. Houston will buy a 10. For me, Dana Holgerson's hardly ever a buy. So, you, you, uh, you want some Kanishi Mole stuff on this one? Yeah, let's hear yeah, it. I, got I mean, Texas Tech's quarterback's out, but I don't think Shuck's worth that much, honestly. So Shuck is out for sure, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Morton, very banged up. Uh, Ooh, okay. Horses. So, um, and he, and if you look at his stat line, that's a guy who has come in and played, you know, relatively well in his career. I think he was 13 for 37 uh, after the game, super banged up. Uh, they don't have 
really a third. Their third stringer is like a. Wasn't they don't have Smith a, anymore. He's the quarterback at Houston. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, they're he, they're they converted so this week in practice. Supposedly, they're going to have a couple of like wide receiver converts try and come in and run some Wildcats. So my early week guess here from the the info I've received is that they try and shoot Morton up as much as possible. He plays <laughs> at less than a hundred percent, and they probably go a heavy type of to run game plan in that. If he can't Under. go they're really up against it where like they, they literally like don't have a third string quarterback that has any type of viability. So it'll be like a combo of wildcat and some guys that you've probably never heard of before. So I like Houston at, if you got a 10 out there, uh, 10, nine and a half, um, and, and anything under 54 though. So um, going yeah. against the penny lane 10. Yeah. Yeah. Really I, 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 Cause I think some of that is not uh, the Morton stuff. McGuire came out and was, you know, pretty like uh, positive. The, the stuff that I've heard is he's, he's definitely not going into this game. Want to go under? So yeah, I think, I think under 54, 54 and a half is, is good there. Um, and anything 10 or better on Houston. Yeah. I think 54 is, I mean, there's a 54 and a half out there in a couple books. So yeah, 54 better. Let's go under. I've already yeah. bet the under. I feel pretty, really good about that now. Yes, yeah, I, I, I would say they're as even if Morton goes like their game plan is going to be. I do not expect him to to be slinging it 30, 40, 50 times uh, with with, you know, what 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 I've heard so far. So we'll see again. A lot can change in a week, uh, but no, I like the honor regardless. So agreed, I, I like agreed. Great I wish they were playing a you know, different somebody else than Holgo. I could be a lot more bullish on, uh, you know, fading it. This yeah, he's scared. You never know what Uncle Dane is going to no. come up with. I love Good it. Good or bad. Love it. Regardless of the result, that's one of my favorite picks that you've given out. Uh, Joshua in the chat, BP and Joey K gave you guys winning at Wyoming against Texas last week. Charlotte, this week, Sleepy Big Dog, BG. Uh, sleepy Spot is Bowling Green, plus 24. I could see the 24. Where is, it? is it still 24? Did that, those get bought up? I thought those were bought up. Let's see what the Zachy, Zachy Markets here can pull up for us. Um who is yeah, I don't think who is uh playing quarterback for this this week is or because they, they went with Bazelak over the weekend, right? Uh hey, it does uh, it doesn't they don't have a quarterback. They don't more importantly, they don't have a, a guy who could coach quarterback. So it doesn't matter who's there. Uh it's just it's it's pretty pathetic. So yeah, I mean Bazelak 17 for 32, 104. 17 for 32 for 104. Um, How they cover against Michigan with that garbage? <laughs> well, they started Orth that game, yeah. hit a few throws, and yeah. um, I mean to get in. You were, you were. I'll give you the the Michigan. You know, the Rutgers cap there was like they, they just the the tempo now is so slow. If Michigan, you know, I gotta say too, I don't from a maximizing your win probability. I don't think when you're a. I feel like. You're, it's detracting from what Michigan and Georgia and these teams have done in the past is like you're creating more of an opportunity with less possessions for a few things to go wrong there where yeah. like I, I don't I and it'll be interesting to see I mean obviously I don't think this year neither team will make adjustments but I I wonder it, unless this rule changes back if you start seeing some of these teams just mix in more tempo because it's like Michigan had like six possessions on Saturday of like you know they had to pick six there and stuff but I, where it's like, you know, one or two plays go against you or a couple turnovers, you're letting some of these, you know, crap teams hang around because the game's so much shorter. Let's talk uh, those two teams here in the next couple comments. Uh, we'll start with Georgia, drunk driver, H3. Uh, Auburn plus 14 and a half at home against Georgia. 
No. Uh, no, I'm not. In fact, I bet Georgia. I mean, I, I don't see it from Auburn. It's not there, man. I, I respected the money that came against Auburn last week. Ended up being right. I just – I don't see it. Do you? Nope. Don't see it at all. Uh, our boy Peyton Thorne. Woo boy. I mean, yeah. he, I know we play that passing yards prop and it, it wasn't because guys weren't open. <laughs> there was guys open. He missed them badly many times. Uh, so, I mean, Hugh freeze was, I, I, I say he dialed it up. Uh, he, there was plays there for Auburn to be made. They couldn't make them. Uh, and I don't think, I mean, that's why they took a Michigan state transfer in the portal. Cause he knew they didn't have a quarterback on the roster and, and they don't, when you got, when you got three guys that you're trying to run out, that means you don't have one. So, I don't think Auburn and like some of the success they've had on the ground, they're not going to have that versus Georgia. So even though Georgia has been slow and ugly and all these things that we've talked about, um, no, especially at at some flat 14s that you're seeing out there now. uh, Yeah. That's, that's UGA for me. And I did bet 14 on the open. There's a, if you got access to that place, that's 14. I agree. I've bet some 14 as well. Um, And if you got access to four, we won't give it because it's not, you know, yeah. Got to be a few books. Uh, let's talk Michigan. Uh, we'll skip ahead to Charlie in the chat. Uh, Michigan, Nebraska. Did you all hit the under 42 and a half on the open? I didn't. I haven't hit the side either. I want to get your opinion. I'm leaning towards Nebraska, but I'm worried about the running back <laughs> position. And I'm just worried that the quarterback will have a couple turnovers and I'll have a really good play. And it'll be, I mean, and, you know, it'll be 10, 17 7 Michigan will turn into 31 7 Michigan. Yeah, it's funny. Why disparity? Like you've got, uh, you know, like a sharp book there and pinnacle trading 17 and then like sport trade 18 and a half here, you know? So I, I think there's just such a, you know, a disparity on this one in terms of like, I don't think Nebraska will be able to do anything on offense, but as you said with, they're going to go again, another one, they'll go super. I mean, this is going to be a carbon copy of the Rutgers game where yeah. Rutgers, you know, was able to, to, you know, push or cover, depending on what number you got one play, they hit one play and the fact that Michigan's going so slow and, you know, all these, like, your margin to cover these, you know, numbers with the Nebraska defense that was played pretty damn good for most of the year. How fun um, they are. Hell yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't – I didn't I didn't get involved. I, I, I will say, after – I'm a little uh, – the other thing also is, are they going to bring Sims back if he can play? I hope I not. feel I, I, I think they're that going would be the to, I would not I, want anything I, with Nebraska. I, I, I think they're I feel like that if, if he's healthy, I think they're gonna give him another shot. I, I wouldn't, but I, I just yeah. don't from the tea leaves I've read in the media, I think they are. That's how you don't cover a game like this with him. You just don't. Uh, I don't care what his upside is, the downside, just I mean, any type of turnovers in this game with limited possessions would sink you. Uh we'll come back to that on Friday. Let's Let's yep. check and see. We'll come back to that one. Right now, I'm leading Nebraska. Uh, Zach in the chat, Bama four, minus 14 and a half capable showing out against Mississippi State. I missed it. I'd see it open 14. Somebody got it before me. Ah, but I'm not wild about Bama's still inconsistent, man. That first half was ugly against yeah. Ole Miss. I, I, I want to see it for this game. This will be a big game of where Alabama season's going to go because I was impressed with the second half. That was their best half of football they played all year. But, man, that first half was bad. Uh, Mississippi State was kind of better than I expected against South Carolina, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I will say they were able to move it a little bit more. Um, I'm not – I'm not – I don't want to back them either, though, especially now it's over, you know, the 14. Um, I didn't – I this was one I was not really particularly looking uh, 
even see where it opened there to get involved in, especially now that, you know, over 14 and a half there. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm probably leaving this one alone unless there's some drastic movement here. Could see under, to be honest with you. I'm going to take a look more of that. Uh, I could see that. Chris in the chat. This one I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on. Syracuse plus seven uh, are better at home against Clemson. They've kind of played Clemson really tough uh, last four or five years. And that was better Clemson teams and worse Syracuse teams. Let's say you on this one at seven. Now they have. I agree with you. But, you know, Joey K last week was was likens himself the troops. Um, this Syracuse, I feel like some of these Syracuse seasons just like all meld together. We're like, oh, we played Wagner and like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, know, uh, you know, a community college and scored yeah. 80 on them. Then you play a real team. And then it's like, oh, then now now they were, uh, you know, they, they score in 20. So they did, again, big second half. We're able to get in the, you know, the depending on what number you got, uh, depending on, you know, get in the door there. But I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think they're going to struggle a little more offensively here than uh, I was, I was, you know, played a little Clemson under a TD. Not, not something I'm going to have be super bullish on, um, especially because, you know, Clemson's offense just cannot, make explosive plays like in the passing game um you know and so they i know they you know got a little fortunate there was florida state you know in some of the, the aspects and then then you know should it if they didn't have a, a an insured salesman kicking they you know probably win that game but um yeah i don't i don't know i'm just not i'm not a i'm not a cuse believer uh even though you know some of their early results uh look look nice i just wonder it's the old uh handicapping 101 the dream crusher for clemson when have they been out of it in September yeah. before? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And they, they're banged up watching that game. They're getting banged up at some yep. positions. Uh, so I actually – I like Syracuse there. We'll v- revisit that one well, later. I was going to say, maybe we'll have a Friday head-to-head. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, there's been a battle in the marketplace. Yeah. It goes off, I mean, back and forth. So there's some competing groups on this one, in my opinion. Uh, Andrew in the chat, anxious to hear your thoughts on this one. LSU minus two and a half, right? I kind of like LSU minus two and a half. I, I do yep. think Ole Miss is a fraud. Oh yeah, I I agree. I you know and and, and listen, I'm not saying that LSU is a you know uh, by all means like this national title contender that we might have thought coming into the year. But I totally agree. All of Miss, Mississippi's results this year just scream fraudulent. Um, uh, to an, uh, the one thing they can do is I go well, they they've shored up the run defense uh, and that kind of let them hang around versus Bama there and. In some aspects, or is Alabama's run offense not that great? <laughs> that's not that's, that's very fair. Um, but I think LSU's passing offense much more dynamic, uh, where they can really attack uh, part of what what I don't think Ole Miss can do well. And Ole Miss's offense just, um, I don't know. You know, it, Lane is another one of those. He's like he's like Syracuse Lane, where he like you know they'll run it up against some you know peasant, and then uh, you know the overall package will look good. But when they really need to get scores the first time, I'm just. I'm just not a fan. I like anything under three there. I played some uh, early money line, early minus one and a half. Even at two and a half, I'm still on on LSU. I am too. I have made that bet. You can fire that one up, Zach. Yeah, Zach, fire in, baby. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Good stuff. like that. I like clarification. My man Kanish agrees. Uh, Let's get to a few more, and then we'll call it a show. We're giving you enough best bets, in my opinion, on a Monday. Scuba, uh, speaking of great show, he thinks it's a great show, baby. Good work, guys. Michael in the chat. Houston, we talked just talked that one. We like the under more than anything because we're a little hesitant. Anything with Dana Holgerson. It's it's something with that guy. But it yeah, did I, I finally do- like I watched a lot of that Sam Houston game and against a very good defense. Like 
it finally looked really clicking there for you. And they've had some, you know, good offensive performances this year. It's just the variance in his career of backing Holgo can be like, oh, we had this amazing effort. And then, no, we lost to some peasants here. Just, he, he's just a really tough coach to gauge. Um, also, there, there is a thing where, I mean, Texas Tech has been on kind of a bender in terms of like having to play at Wyoming, at West Virginia, all around. Houston hasn't left play. They haven't played with like 15 miles of campus this year. So um, between Texas Tech being obviously banged up and I, I, I'm God, I'm going to when, when, when it's 24, nothing Texas Tech, I'll be <laughs> ruining Dana for, but I think they're live in that game. Don't disagree. Uh, we'll keep it rolling here. Guys, make sure again, you're hitting that like button. And uh, subscribing to the channel here. Ryan in the chat. Yeah, there we go. There's Trip. Love it. Uh, Ryan in the chat. NC State this week. I don't like NC State. I don't like (laughs) NC State, period. Uh, No. Somebody beat me to Louisville. I didn't bet it. I wanted to bet it. Somebody beat me to Louisville. So yeah, that was a good that was a good one that I I didn't get in on as well early. Now that it's through three and a half, man. But uh, no, I haven't seen there, I will say the early flags are up on NC State, and I've seen nothing to dissuade me from the fact that I don't think their offense is – we said this, you know, like the very first week versus UConn. It's like they have no skill talent whatsoever, like elite skill talent at any position. Um, their offensive line, Brennan Armstrong is always running for his life. Um, and now it seems like his, his – his, I don't know if it's he's banged up or he's got like the, the yips from like being under pressure so much. It seems like his play is tailing off too. And it's not a classic like Dave Dorn, really good defense. Um, yeah, you're a bit ham, Sam, and Mr. Muscles on Ville. That's the that's the right side. Uh, now, granted, it's cross through key, but um, yeah, that that would be the only side I would have. I'm I'm salty that I didn't uh, get in there before it it hit three. Agree. Uh, Grant in the chat. We will get to the NFL. That's how we'll close the show. We'll see if Kanish agrees with my NFL pick. Uh, GS in the chat, anything on Kent State plus 15 and a half? Speaking of missing uh, something, that opened eight. Oof, somebody got me on that one. Yeah, oh boy, that was a bad That was the worst. Yeah. That one of the worst of the season. Yeah, I didn't get it. Somebody beat me to no, it. Me neither. Not- uh, I've, I don't know how much more Kent State I can do this year. I really, I, 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 that I, was I, it I for, that's lot. it for me. I'm done. I'm tapped out. <laughs> I was I saying, I thought they could, you know, and even on offense. They, they had some drives. It's, it was the same thing versus UCF where they have some drives. They don't pay them off, but, like, their defense no. cannot stop anybody. And it seems like – in, like, I will say the one in the in the third, like, quarter and fourth quarter of these games when they're down, it's almost like they're, like – I'm not going to say giving up, but it's like they're yeah. – they start just going through the motions there where, like, against UCF and against Fresno where it's like, okay, come on, let's get a drive together, get in the back door. And it's like, eh, they, they've kind of just like mailed it in. So, yeah. That was pro- lovely. I, yeah, I'm, I was I'm, Mr. Kent State, too. I shouldn't have. Man, that was a Friday show, Ed. We shouldn't. Or no, we we put that on Monday. I forgot. Plus 28. Uh, damn. Should have known when the market didn't move much. William in the chat. Uh, we need to hear something special happening in Coral Gables, Florida. He opened the show with it. Oh, let, well, I was gonna, you, you threw me off with Coral Gables, uh, but I was saying, so they listen. They met best looking campus on earth, baby, and best looking football team. Something that's actually Coral Gables. Uh, 
I've been, you know what? I've been, God, ever since you told me about that, I've been like waiting on some to play a little Miami ACC. I'm going to play some this. I threw a little, some pocket change. I'm going to throw them on the ACC. The schedule is tough. I think so far they look like the best team in the conference though. So um, yeah, it is. I, I And listen, I was a Miami hater. Uh, last, I, I, Rocco, I'll tell you what, that's the other thing. When they needed to just grind the game away against Temple, they lined up and just ran them over. Yeah. Six yards of carry, seven yards of carry, eight yards. Just, and like the fact that they, and then again, it's Temple. It's not like they did it against Alabama, but that they've put a few of these scrubs away real early and they were able to just nonstop score versus, you know, Texas A&M. So I don't know, man. They, I, I, I can't. I'm like, shot. we'll see. We'll see. They got some real opponents coming up and some real tests. So maybe the bottom falls out here and it's all been, uh, you know, Cristobal Fugazi. But uh, <laughs> I like I like what I've seen so far. We'll find out the bye this week, then Georgia Tech, which will be a, a, a different bar- barometer, and then uh, North Carolina Clemson back-to-back weeks at the end of October. Uh, William in the chat, how much would Freeze pay for one of Kiffin's 12 quarterbacks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> you take one of them. That's the wrong one, I'll tell you that. He can see package him back to, to East Lansing. <laughs> yeah, and then the final one for tonight before we get to the NFL, Joshua, uh, Texas State minus seven. I bet it, but not at seven. Uh, they might be getting a little pricey. You know, they were a little pricey last week, although they probably should have covered against Nevada. Uh I don't know, man. Southern Miss looks terrible. Uh, I'm not, I can't lay more than seven on the road. Can you? I mean, I, I guess if you can lay a six and a half out there at FanDuel, I, I see that, but I'm not. Are you there? Did you take part? I laid four is what I ended up laying on the open. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't know, I grab, good early grab there. I didn't get involved in it yet. I will say Southern Miss was one that, um, like, I played some Arc State last week, and, and like, I cannot believe I, I, I did follow that game relatively closely um <laughs> and their defense is like whoa man and that's this well, lost the guy to florida he was everything yeah yeah and it's like man this, this it was a defense that for years was like illegit like man you're like this southern mid they couldn't be you know even when they're running wildcat they they always had the defense to lean on and woof it has fallen off uh one more i little Over. uh what's the total in that game i gotta look at that we'll revisit that one on friday all right, no, I want to keep it up. This is where this is really in the weeds. Uh, Arc State, UMass. Uh, Arc State had a backup quarterback that played pretty well against Southern Miss, and then UMass yeah. is now like they lost Puma, they lost Carlos Davis uh, in the game that the, over last weekend. They had some other guy come in other than who uh, Brady something who was like uh, not that new guy Brady uh, Olson. Yeah, we're like, and he actually played pretty well. So this yeah, is one solid. That, uh, I watched UMass spring game. They do have like. They had three quarterbacks. I'm like, ah, it doesn't matter who they play. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not absolutely. great, but they're they're not none of them terrible. No, I kind of I leaned Arc State early in this one after I saw uh, like they, their offense uh, trying it's to a get one and a half. We taking it? Are you? Are you? I'm a little like I made Arkansas State one. I kind of like I I don't think either that yeah I think I I just don't think either UMass's QBs are going to play, and I'm kind of okay with with whoever plays for Arkansas state. So I think this is one where, you know, if Davis and Puma are both out, I don't know if, uh, and are I've been kind of going to fire. I'm, I'm good. You want to go, if you want to go one and a half a year, I don't know. I'm a little, you know, conflicted of where the market goes on this one, but it's the side. The side uh, or do you want to wait till Friday? Through key, we're not talking key numbers here. Let's wait till Friday. Right. Cause there's been some movement on these two teams recently. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. On both. 
UMass gets bad like every week. I know. At last, I finally fight. That was one of the ones that uh, finally faded. Some. I was like, all right, I have to take New Mexico three and a half. You're like, yeah. UMass laying three and a half at home. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But let's, think- let's wait till fr- that's a good plug for Friday show there. Uh, make sure you guys are watching that one, five o'clock Eastern Friday. We give you four or five on Friday. We're not all early week betters uh, here. We do give up <laughs> late in the week, too. Uh, NFL tonight. Oh, baby. Tell me I'm wrong. I like Tampa tonight. I know some other people like it. I saw it. you gave out uh, some. T- I joined you when you, you sent that out early. Um, I will say the the Tampa resurgence has been, you know, the Baker Mayfield resurgence. I know uh, uh, over at Lockie on uh, You Better You Bet is like, putting his life savings on Baker Mayfield, comeback player of the year. He he touts that every week on the show. Um, So Philly took money today. That's not good for me. Uh, Yeah, I saw it going back. Wow, I didn't know there was uh, a couple of six six out there. Wow. Um, I like it at six. I'll put it that way. Uh, I don't know. That concerns me. But I do. I like It's more of a play against Philly, too. A couple of fraudulent finals for them so far. I know they got extra rest off a Thursday night game. But all right. Our forward lean. progress we'll, 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 I'll cop out and say the old lean Tampa. Lean of the night. <laughs> oh, our front forward progress is on the uh, uh, the head-to-head battle. Well, you see why this is a college football show, folks, not an NFL show. Oh, okay. Then I'm in the wrong there. Although Hitman's on Tampa, and he doesn't steer me wrong in the NFL. The old Hitman. Uh, that's it then. Uh, unless you got some closing thoughts, man. No, I think, uh, hey, yeah, we're able to fire on a bunch uh, early in the week, and uh, we'll circle back Friday for uh, – for a little second look here. So, no, it was uh, – I thought, I thought that yeah. was their best Monday show, to be honest with you, man. We're just I agree. Record. I agree. We're able to – you know, usually uh, we try and, uh, you know, everybody, ah, I bet this, but can't. But I thought there was some, you know, some stuff out here that uh, was definitely worth firing on. So, Good stuff, man. Great show. That is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish. Thank you to all of you that have watched. Guys, make sure you're subscribed to the Hit the Books YouTube channel so you get notified in real time whenever a new episode drops or we go live. If you do enjoy the content, please smash the like button. If you're listening in audio form, please rate and review five stars. For Joey Kanish, for our outstanding producer, Zach Phillips, I'm Brad Powers. For all our show updates, make sure you're following us at Hit the Books HQ and at the Hammer HQ on Twitter. That'll do it, folks. We'll talk to you Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern.